What's up, Rosie? He is. How are you, Miguel Rojas. Man, it's a pleasure to see you today on Monday. I know. Well, first of all, I want to thank you very much because this is some breaking news. And because of the lockout, you're not going to hear much from ownership. They released the statement. We're not going to hear much from Derek Jeter. He released the statement. You're probably not going to hear much from the players, but you're a guy who really wants to connect with fans. So I do appreciate you joining us on this special edition of Baseball Today. First of all, how shocked were you on a scale of 1 to 10 when you found out that Derek Jeter was no longer with the team? Oh, definitely. I got to say uh, I was uh, no uh, no shorter than 10, you know. Uh, when when you hear news like that uh, in the middle of the day when you've been locked out for, for so long now, um, I haven't been in contact with the organization since this happened uh, a few months ago. And uh, I mean, disappointed that uh, I'm not gonna have Derek Jeter on my team anymore. You know, uh, when when you have a relationship with a guy like him, and uh, I remember uh, the first thing that I remember was the things that he said when he came in 2018 and uh, offered offered me and the boys uh, a plan. You know, uh, that's one of the things that I always preach and uh, I always talk about um, Derek and and the organization because. Uh, uh, back then, it was a plan, you know, of uh, building this organization from the bottom up. It wasn't a rebuild because uh, we didn't have much in the minor league system that it can uh, actually um, support us or, or make us better at the time that we need to compete for 162 games. But building an organization from the bottom up, it was a, a big plan. And we knew uh, it wasn't going to be easy and it was going to take a little bit of time. And he asked for patience. I remember that. And uh, one of the things that, uh, that, uh, that I, I have to take away from all of this is the integrity of the man, you know, integrity of Derek Jeter on and off the field and being able to, to follow his heart and, and what he did as a player for such a long time. He's putting actually uh, everything, everything else aside, uh, the business side of it and, and having the opportunity to create something that, uh, that he wanted to create, which was a winner in Miami. Um, clearly, I'm disappointed not having him anymore. But at the end of the day, I support his move and I support what he's doing for the players, you know? Okay, so he did release a statement where he praised the organization. He thanked everybody for the opportunity. He thanked the players. He thanked his family. He said all the right things. But the one line that stuck with me is that the vision for the future of this franchise is different than the one I signed up to lead. So now is the right time for me to step aside as a new season begins. What does that mean to you? Is, did, was there a feeling of, did something go wrong here? Yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, we're not in these negotiations uh, this long for nothing, you know? Actually, you're seeing the players fighting for the rights of, of a better game, for a better game of baseball. And, and uh, our system is ha having been working well the last five years, to be honest with you. And there's a lot of uh, manipulation. There's a lot of things that, that could get better. And one of the things that we're fighting for is to, to make this thing, this, this game competitive. And we need to find a balance, you know? We need to find a balance where everybody's pulling for the same thing, which is winning baseball games and, and actually giving the fans what they need, which is uh, a team on the field that is fighting to win every single game, not fighting for uh, picks, uh, draft picks or, or money, money on the lottery or, or international money if they, if they don't accomplish whatever, uh, whatever happens. And we understand not everybody's going to win. Someone is going to finish last, but that doesn't mean that, you, that you're, not, not, you're not trying for the best. You're not putting the, the, the 
the, the product on the field that everybody deserves. When, when you think about a player, you, you're trying to, you, you're going to the field every single day with the, with the mentality of winning that game. How are you going to feel if you're not competing in a fair environment against other teams that are spending more money than you? So it's kind of hard to understand when, and you understand as a player, a little bit of this, the business side of it, where you're playing for a, a, a minority team that is not a big club like other clubs. But at the, at the end of the day, you want to be able to, to pursue the victory. And that's something that Derek Gitter always preached. When he got here, he said it wasn't going to be easy. He wasn't going to be just okay losing. And that's something that, uh, that I, I got to say uh, about Derek, that every, every conversation that we have uh, throughout the four years, it was about finding the way to winning games, finding the way to get there, to actually make it to the playoffs. And we had a season where uh, we finally was over 500, you know, and we finally start to see the light uh, at the end of the tunnel. But there's things that you need to do to be a co continually good in the big leagues. You need to make a sacrifice. And it's not just the player. It's everybody, you know, from the bottom up. You have, everybody needs to be in line in order for an organization to win games and to be successful. Miggy, I know that this this might be tough for you to answer because you haven't been in contact with the team. You're, nobody from the team's allowed to talk to the players during the lockout. So since December 2nd, you've had no contact with the team. But Joel Sherman in the New York Post reported that Derek Jeter may have been promised a higher payroll. And once the lockout sunk its teeth into this situation, then Miami's ownership kind of changed course. Is it possible that Derek Jeter was said, hey, Listen, you have the money to go sign an Avisail Garcia. You can trade for a Joey Wendell. But you can continue once the lockout is over. It, is it possible that that money is no longer there from ownership and this is the reason that Derek Jeter's frustrated and is no longer a part of your organization? Well, like you say, it's really tough for me to answer this because I haven't been in communication. But the only thing I can tell you is Derek Jeter was looking to win. Looking to win this year. And we all know that in order to be able to win, you need to put a, a, a better product on the field, which is whatever they were doing before the lockout start. Uh, they signed for a five-year uh, deal to uh, our ace that I think is going to be in contention for a side young winner at, at some point. You know, it's going to be the, the ace of our rotation, and it's really nice to see something like that happening, you know, because the only player who was in a, actually in a long-term deal was me, and I was in a two-year deal, you know. There's not, there, there was not commitment with any players in this organization to stay here for a long term. So that make you think that, uh, I mean, you know, like, it's a, what, what is this? It's a foul trial? Uh, are, are we going to go through another 100, a painful 100 loss season? We, don't, we didn't want that, you know? And, and I didn't, I didn't want to stay here in Miami for that, you know? The only thing that I can tell you about that question is I don't know about the money situation. I don't know about, like, promises of, of a better payroll or anything like that. I just heard something that they say that this is the time to take the next step. It's our time to, to, to take the next step in this bill that, that they promised. They promised building the organization and it was time, you know, it was time to, uh, to, to make the move, to, to get a better, uh, not just a better team, but a, a better quality of uh, up, like up and down the organization. And I don't know, I don't know what happened, man. I'm, I'm surprised. Are you sad? 
Yeah, definitely. Like I say, the first thing that I say, I'm not not just sad, but disappointed that, that I mean, having Derek Jeter on your side is always it's always a plus because uh, I mean, not better shortstop uh, that that you can talk to in the everyday basis, in my personal opinion. But I know a lot of guys uh, starting with Jazz Chisholm, uh, um, Isan Diaz, uh, Avisael Garcia got great things to say, and I, I, I bet he communicate with Derek maybe a couple of times when he signed and stuff like that. But after that, we've been locked out for a long time. We haven't been in touch for, for a long time now, but I'm, I'm surprised and, and disappointed. Uh, you weren't allowed to talk to Derek Jeter during the lockout because he's an executive. He no longer is. Have you texted him? Yeah, I did this morning. Uh, I mean, saying thank you for everything that he did. Saying thank you for presenting an opportunity to me that uh, I took uh, with a lot of responsibility. And uh, um, I wanted to be there, you know, for, for this process, for this plan. Um, now, I mean, uh, as you can see, I have a lot of questions myself, you know. Uh, you asking me these questions right now, I'm trying my best to answer uh, with my heart and with the, with the feelings that I'm sharing right now. But uh, at the end of the day, I have a lot of questions as well, you know. There's, there's some things that have to be communicated after all this thing is over because uh, we as a player, we, we, need, uh, we need to be respected and we need to be uh, informed of what's going on. I, I, I know that not, not everything is going to be shared with the players, but at the end of the day, at least you want to know where you're going. And uh, yeah, I text him. I text him uh, right after the 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 comments and the and the things that uh, that he, uh, he he said. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you because uh, he's he's making a leader move. You know, uh, remember he played for 20 years. He was part of this union for 20 years. He knows kind of what's going on at this moment with the players and MLB. And uh, I mean. I don't, I don't know, I don't know the reasons behind it completely. Um, I, I try to talk with facts right here, but uh, at, at, at the end of the day, you're just talking to a player with, and, and I'm expressing my feelings. So did he get back to you? Yeah, saying that I don't, I don't need to thank him. Uh, he was, uh, he was happy to watch me grow throughout the years, and he, he promised, he promised me that we're gonna talk in person. So great. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Um, a couple of more questions, and I really appreciate your time, and I know the people that are listening to this appreciate it because it's not an easy day for your organization and, and baseball in general, which we will get to momentarily. There are some who will be critical of Derek Jeter. Some of his first moves were to trade an MVP in Giancarlo Stanton, to trade Christian Yelich, who turned into an MVP. And people will say, well, it just wasn't good enough. What do you say to those critics? Yeah, I feel like, I mean, when you come with a plan and, and you actually uh, being through things in baseball, you need, to, uh, you need to understand that in baseball, it's not such a thing that, uh, that you have a plan that is going to work, you know? There's things in, in life that is gonna, you're going to fail you, you know, sometimes. And we don't know where this plan can take us because uh, the, plan is, the plan is on board, you know? We have a deeper... Uh, but uh, system farm system in the minors mm -hmm. we made all those moves because uh, i mean we wasn't a complete team the team wasn't winning you know we we didn't have a, a season over 500 with all of these names that you that you just mentioned you know and we needed to have a change and and have a 
have a bill, uh, an organization that is that that is deep from the bottom up. And and I mean, for for us, we see a lot of guys who came in trade. You know, Marcelo Zuna was a trade that that got us uh, uh, Sandy Alcantara. Uh, and on the other end, we got a we got a, a couple really good players from from Giancarlo Stanton. We got a, a Stalin Castro that played for us for two years, and he he barely missed a game in two years. And and actually, we have Jose Devers that is a shortstop that can be the shortstop of the future in this organization, and he's still like 19 years old. We gotta put it in perspective that it's not that we just give those players away. Is we got something back from those guys, and I mean, at the end of the day, there are people who, who's gonna agree and who's people who's not gonna agree to the move that he was making. But at the oh, I think, there we go, we drop back out. Um, real quickly, I want to shift gears to what's going on with the lockout because you are the Marlins player rep. And once again, I understand there are some things you cannot tell us. We get that. There was a report out there that the league the negotiations today took kind of a different turn that the league seems okay with missing the first month of the season, as long as they win the negotiations. Is that the feeling amongst the players representatives right now? Well, the only thing that I can offer about that is the players don't want to miss games. You know, we don't want to miss games. We want to play uh, our regular season. We want to play 162 games and get paid for 162 games. Uh, but online, we don't want to miss a month just because we want to win these negotiations, you know? That's the only thing that I can say. And um, in another point, um, I can't really talk about what's going on today because I wasn't there today. I was there uh, uh, throughout the weekend, and I knew how was this, uh, the, the, the room and the vibe over there. But uh, it would be kind of uh, not good for me to say that I felt something like that. Uh, during the negotiations, because uh, that's something that uh, that you never think is is possible. Because we we both trying to you know trying to get to where where we want it, which is getting baseball back as soon as as possible. Are you sad right now, based on where we are? I mean, you guys should be playing spring training games, or do, have you accepted because of your leadership role that it's just part of the business? Or is there a part of you where you're like, geez, I'm 33 years old, I want to be out there playing? Yeah, I'm sad, but I'm not. I'm not. Press, you know, I wanna, I wanna keep fighting for the best of this sport, because I know there were. I, I think I talked to you about this in one of our episodes. I, I know guys who fought for me in the in the past to have all the things that I have right now, for my son to live in this house. I mean, it's not just my talent. It was David Concepcion have to miss paycheck when he was with the Reds long time ago in his second year have to miss that miss days just because he wasn't strong with the union for me to have the benefits that I have right now. You know, I wouldn't have the benefits that I have today if another player behind me or before me didn't fight for my rights, you know, for me to be a free agent in six years, for me to have an opportunity to go to a, a arbitration hearing. So for me, it's, it's easy to understand what we're going through, but the, 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 my job doesn't stop there just for me to be comfortable where we are, is to tell all the guys, the young players, because they're, they're going to be wanting to play, right? But at the end of the day, everybody's together in this because uh, we, as a player, we're trying to go to a, best, a, a better baseball that we, can, that we can get, you know? And that's what we're fighting for. We're fighting for um, 
a competitive integrity of the game. And that's a big word for me throughout all this process. The integrity that you have to have to, to actually get something done. To me, I understand what the players group is fighting for. I mean, everybody might be at different parts of their career. You've got Max Scherzer out there who's at the end and is making more than $40 million a year. And you have some young guys in there that are fighting for the players that are just arriving. But I understand the tact. I think the difficulty with the ownership is that they're not all fighting for the same thing because you have the Dodgers and the Mets and the Yankees and teams like that who are willing to spend. And then you have teams like the Marlins, who payroll is consistently under $70 million. And it's more, you know, it's more beneficial for them to keep the salaries down. So I don't think that there's one common theme in the ownership room. And that's what's making this difficult. Do you think part of the reason Derek Jeter is no longer a CEO of the Marlins is because he wants to win so badly? And that's all he knew in 20 years in New York. And he didn't feel like he could get it done with the financial parameters in Miami. Yeah, definitely. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know. I don't know much about the business of the game because I I I I I haven't been in that area, you know? And I'm 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 actually know what I know because I'm 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 getting uh around a lot of guys who's been in negotiations before and I'm learning and I'm just there listening and actually like giving my thoughts if if someone asks me, but I'm not the one talking, you know? I'm not the one saying Oh, this is what's going on with a small market club, you know? All, all I can say about that is we have proposals in place that w will address that. And fans can be sure that all we're trying to do is to make this, this game better. And in our eyes, competitive is the best, is the most thing that we're looking for. We're, we're looking to address something that is really important for us, which is tanking. We don't we we don't want more things tanking and and trying to trying to play f to get a pick. We don't need teams uh, trying to. Uh, if the player is good, he needs to be playing the big leagues. You know, he's, he's he doesn't need to be playing in AAA if the guy is the best player right. on your team. So we have proposals in place to address all of this. I mean, the other side probably not like it as the way as as we're proposing, but nothing you can do about that. You know, when you determine that it's time for for this change, and you see the game going towards that direction, it's scary, man. You don't want to get in that situation anymore. I mean, I'm, I already passed all that, but imagine being me in my first year, knowing that that a team have control of me the next six years. You know without me like hitting the market, my market value, you know, that's, I want to, I mean, if I, if I hit 20 homers and I win a gold glove and I'm, I'm a good player and I go to the playoff and I win a, a world series, I should be rewarded for that because uh, I mean, nobody's going to work for free. Nobody. I ain't working for free either. I'm sorry. I mean, that's the truth. You know, I mean, it's, there's a lot of debate about like millionaires up, up against billionaires and, and all that. But I mean, everybody at, at the end of the day, I have a family that I have to feed and, and, and you have a family that I have to yep. feed. Everybody needs to work for, for what they want to get. And if you value is something you, you know, you want to get the, you want to get the, the free market. Listen, man, I know you got a lot on your plate. I know you got a family to go take care of. I want you to go spend time with them right now. 
I really appreciate this. And I know that our uh, the people that are consuming the content today appreciate your viewpoint on Derek Jeter stepping down as CEO of your team, the Miami Marlins, and also your role as a player union rep for the Marlins as we continue on now almost three months into this lockout, which I cannot believe that we have gotten to this point. Uh, I look forward to speaking with you next time on the Rose Rotation. I don't know when that'll be, but it'll be in the next couple of weeks. I always appreciate the conversation and your friendship. And uh, we'll talk soon. How's that sound? Thank you, Thank you for the opportunity too, to express my feelings and my thoughts. And I mean, this this is becoming my my safe place to actually uh, to talk to the fans. And you know, like I'm trying my best, you know, out there and trying to keep everybody informed and and trying to keep the fans in in I mean, in the baseball side of things because uh, that's the that's the last thing that we want. We don't want to miss our fans. No, not at all. And that's why we've been so diligent here, at John Boy Media, to continue to bust out the content and continue with the interviews because we want people to feel, continue to feel the connection. Uh, because at some point, this mess is going to go away and we're going to have baseball on the diamond. And we want as many people to continue to love the sport as possible and yep. not go away and not get turned off. And you're one of the reasons that, um, that we've been successful around here. And I appreciate it. And I appreciate your friendship. And just hang in there, man. Okay. And by the way, I'm applying to be the CEO of the Marlins. I don't know if you heard about that. You, are you are you in the line? Yeah. Uh, my I, I, don't, I don't think John Boy and Jake will let you go. Oh, no, no. They, they've allowed me to. And in addition <laughs> to that, the, my first order of business is to rip up that deal and add an extra zero to the end of it. <laughs> You're go. welcome. Oh, <laughs> can't wait. Can't wait, Rosie. All right, guys. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning into this special edition of Baseball Today. I will see you on Tuesday as Trevor Plouffe is back from his trip in Cabo, I think. So we look forward to seeing you then. Everybody hang tight. Thanks for hanging out here on John Boy Media. Yeah, boys.